and we're back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 2, Episode 21, All Hell Breaks Loose, Part 1. I'm Chris Barros. And my name's Dan Cummins. Welcome back to the best Supernatural podcast on the air. We are at the season finale, Chris, for Season 2. Not quite the last episode, as you said. This is a two-parter. So certainly this is a big episode, but there's one more after this where we really wrap it up in a bow, uh, so to speak. This one reveals a lot i'll say though chris i think part two uh closes the season but part one really we get a lot of the answers we've been searching for since episode one of this season so this one in a way is uh, a little more impactful than the second episode i would say and and possibly more to dig into in this first one at least from like a plot standpoint yeah i i also think this is a very we've we had a really great dean episode recently this is very sam episode it's yeah. mythology but it's a very sam episode and I, so I, I enjoy the fact that, you know, Dean got this great episode, uh, you know, just with the gin and, and getting to see what his life would be like, you know, with if it was slightly different. Right. Um, more than slightly. Uh, this one is all about Sam and the children. And it's interesting because as I go into this one, by the way, it aired May 10th, 2007. And Robert Singer did direct this one IMDb rating of 9.1. Um as I think about this episode, we've hit on the children, but unlike a lot of shows, it's not like, and, and this changes in the later seasons, um, and maybe that's the brilliance of the early seasons, but they didn't go crazy in like special trials, special child, an episode that's a monster week, special child, special child. Like this is, they've really spread it out. So I don't want to say you forgot about the special children because you didn't. But there was a lot going on, and didn't they didn't bash it over the head, you know? It, you know, it's like, mm. so it's just a very different approach than what I think we often see on TV now. So yeah. I just thought it was interesting. As like as like we went back and watched this to kind of experience that. Agreed. The the pacing here is crazy, Chris. I mean, uh, so much has happened in the season, right? Season two, episode one, John Winchester dies. That feels like forever ago, right? Uh, they're now wanted by the FBI. Sam is a, a special child, as we call them. Uh, Dean is struggling uh, internally. There are so many like different plot points that this show is juggling right now. It's incredible that they've been able to pace it as well as they have. You're right. And when this episode starts, we certainly haven't forgotten about the children, right? But we meet some familiar faces. Andy, uh, Ava, a few new faces. Um, you're right. So like, this is a massive, massive uh, plot for Sam. But it feels fresh, and I think that's important because the lore is so heavy and it's so deep that I think if they spent too much time on it, Chris, it would start to feel a little much. Uh, it's it's certainly an out there concept, I think. So that space has allowed it to breathe, in my opinion, and um, really happy to revisit it. Actually, in this episode, uh, just to go through the synopsis really quick. All of them are abducted by Yellow-Eyed Demon. So, again, a revisit to him. We haven't seen him in a while, Chris. And arguably, this is the most we'll hear from him throughout the entire series. I think he might have more lines in this episode than all of the others combined. He does talk in part two uh, a little bit. But I think in this one, his monologue to Sam is the most we get from him. So that's something to point out here. Um, But we start in a diner. And Dean is asking Sam for pie. He says, Sam, go find me some pie. So right off the bat, Dean's responsible, right? (laughs) Uh, No kidding. But Sam disappears in a diner. Dean goes in there. People are dead. He can't find Sam. He calls Bobby. He calls Ash for help. They have no idea what to do. So it leads Dean uh, and Bobby to the roadhouse. 
and the roadhouse is burned down. I mean, something is happening. To quote Bobby, and I think it was in the recap, Chris, a storm's coming and you boys are smack dab in the middle of it. Boy, are they, because this storm is at its head right now. Yeah, and what's really interesting about this is the we've had another episode in this season where Sam just disappears, flat out disappears, and we know how shitty of a situation that was. Mm -hmm. So immediately you've got bad vibes from that alone. And it makes me think about that episode just to say, like, that's more of an an episode that shows you what happens when someone's taken over by a demon. It also sets up, whether intentional or not, I, I, I always hate to give too much credit because I don't always know if it was intentional. But if this was intentional, I do think it sets up a fantastic moment where you're thinking about, oh, crap, it's happening again. Yeah. Um, and and that's not obviously a good thing. Um, but when Sam does wake up, he's in this essentially deserted ghost yeah. town of sorts. Yep. And he's with the others, so to speak, the, the other children. Mm-hmm. And there's not many of them um there there's just really there's just five of them and ultimately i it's it's a scenario that um you know one of the things on the dv commentary talks about that breakfast club being an inspiration for this yeah and i could get that vibe because this is five people they're not trapped in detention but man they are trapped and it's a crappy situation i mean jake and lily are attacked pretty much immediately (laughs) sam tries to warn them and and then basically, you know, the, this episode deals with Sam trying to prove himself as leader. And there are really two leaders show up in this one. I think it's really critical to say that because mm-hmm. the yellow demon is looking for a leader and you've got two characters who who show up as leaders. And that's really Jake and Sam in the long yeah. run. And and it, it sucks, I think, as I watch this, because I really like the character of Jake. Like they make a, a very likable character who ultimately ends up on the wrong side of of us liking him by the end but uh, he is a character who is i just think interesting uh, he's definitely up there on the guest star list as, as far as i'm concerned for this season and um the whole scenario being trapped in this whole time because they talk about well we can leave we can get out of here it's like and they're like well it's not gonna accomplish anything we're just gonna end up back here or we're gonna get killed i mean leaving's not really an option they're stuck between a rock and a hard place uh, all these children uh, of the demon, uh, the yellow-eyed demon. Yeah, and and yellow eyes is in their head. So, like you said, Jake is you know he's in the army. He's a good guy. He's a leader. Um, I like how his uh, special power is strength. I thought that was really cool, Chris. We start to see what everyone else has. Uh, I'm forgetting uh, uh, Lily. I think was her name. The one that uh, if she touches you, you instantly die. I thought that was quite scary. Um, Ava, of course, we learn goes dark side, and she is able to summon demons. So I really like how they set up that each of them has sort of a a different skill set, except for Sam. Sam really up until this point is just having visions, premonitions. So in a way, he's the weakest of all five of them. Um, Andy, you could probably put maybe at Sam's level, but even Andy, he's able to now um, send message telepathically to people not even close to him. I thought that was really cool, Chris. And, And that furthers the plot in that, uh, Sam gives Andy a receipt and Andy is able to transmit a message to Dean uh, showing them exactly where they are. And then ultimately that gets Dean to uh, Cold Oak, uh, South Dakota, which is fake, by the way. I looked this up, Chris, not a real town, uh, although it would be very cool if it was because they say it was one of the most haunted. We see a, a, a Sherry is how I think they pronounce it, which is a demon, uh, which is a real lore that ends up uh, using the form of a human uh, a child. 
Um, I thought that was a cool little call out in the town. But yeah, I mean, all of these special children in their own way, they've been pushed to this point. Ava, unfortunately, already dark side. Um, Lily doesn't really get a chance. She tries to leave, actually. she You could argue she was one of the better ones because she just wanted to escape and she met her fate, right? So uh, really, it's at the end of the day, it's it's Sam and it's Jake. Like you said, it's it's one versus one. And Sam really, I think Sam genuinely wanted to get Jake out of there so that they could take down Yellow Eyes together. But if you're Jake, you can't really blame him for not trusting Sam, right? Because he was in the army like 12 hours ago and all of a sudden, poof, He's in this weird town with this guy who is telling him that a demon is trying to conjure him, you know? So it's like, it's a very strange situation. Like you said, breakfast club, but on steroids. Well, the other thing that I I think about with this episode is also, why would you trust any of these other people? I don't fault Jake in the scenario. You're put in a scenario where it's Hunger Games-like, you know? You don't necessarily want to take out these other people, but if you don't, you're dead. And what do you do in that scenario? And and in re- the reality is most people are going to fight for themselves and defend themselves. And 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 Jake is stronger. You know, the other piece of this is Sam is actively trying to fight these things. Yeah. Uh, these visions. These other people have embraced it. And that's why they're getting more powerful. And we see that that as you embrace it, you get stronger. So right. that's arguably why also Sam is weaker. Um, he's got the capability for more. We know that. And in that particular case, he has fought this the entire time. Like, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be this. So I think that's part of the plot. You didn't mention it, though, by the way. Dean um, is struck by these flashes of images, images sent by Andy, which gives a hint. But we don't get a whole t- ton of Dean and Bobby in this episode. And that's for good reason, which mm-hmm. we'll get into. But Yellow Eyes does appear to Sam in his sleep. And yeah. he goes and says, you're my choice. And it is a really great monologue. I, I really encourage people to watch this and just kind of appreciate the, the actor uh, for this. And I, you could say guest star. I, you could say guest star, but really he is one of the major pieces of the puzzle. So I struggle with the idea that this is a guest star. I mean, when you're that critical, there's a the billing would be guest star technically. But yeah. uh, he's he's really basically making it clear. He shows him the fact that he's been giving him his demon blood. And that when Mary catches him, he sees it. He gets to, I mean, how many times do we have to see Mary die? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's kind of brutal, right? And for Sam, it, it doesn't work. He said, and it and I, it's a really a bad pitch, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, all right, let me show me, let me show you uh, what I did to you. And all, no, like, what's your pitch? Why is this beneficial? How am I helping the world? You know, I'm not helping the world. And Sam ultimately wants to help the world. And the demon can't get that. John has taught him. Well, and this is the kudos to John mm-hmm. for all of your issues. Sam knows what the goal is and killing the yellow eye demon remains the goal. So yeah. that that's that. I mean, he is stubborn like his dad and they are a lot more like we talked about this in the season one recap. I think just how alike Sam and Dean really are. Uh, and uh, we uh, hit Sam, on that Sam and John. Uh, I'm sorry, Sam and John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Sam and Dean. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sam and John, especially I think we hit in particular after john's death we kind of did our in memoriam and they're very alike and yeah yeah, he's not falling for it so jake becomes well i didn't expect you but that's the way this is going to go in the long run uh which is something we have to talk about because there is this concept now here that we are going to see ultimately jake versus sam and it's a mismatch let's be real Mm -hmm. sam is big but jake is literally super powered yeah he's the hulk 
I mean, that's really what he is. Yeah, and skilled in combat. Sam Sam obviously is skilled in combat too. I mean, we've seen what what Dean could do to put like prisoners twice his size, right? So Sam's no slouch either. But yeah, Jake is. Uh, we don't know how, exactly how long he's been in the army, but uh, they're all twenty three, which I think uh, was again shocking to me, Chris. They say that in the episode. We're all twenty three years old. These are young kids. Um, so with that in mind, Jake's probably been in the army for you know how long? Five years. Like he's been in the army for five years. He's hard and he's tough. He's willing to do whatever it takes to get out. And Sam, Sam just wants to partner up and kill this thing because Yellow Eyes uh, for Sam, he has that context that there has been a bigger plan. Sam, though, just hasn't known exactly what the details are of that plan. This is the episode where we find out as as viewers uh, with Sam, along with him, we now understand what Yellow Eyes is trying to do. He's trying not only to build an army, but he needs someone to lead that army. He needs somebody to uh, get to that next level, which we'll talk about in part two here, Chris. But um, yeah, showing Sam what happened to his mom, telling Sam that he was responsible for killing Jess, uh, telling Sam that he wanted Sam to go back into hunting. Like it's 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 very, it must have been hard for Sam to hear all that because he got back into hunting to you know save his dad help his brother but now he's finding out well actually maybe this was all supposed to happen and the leader of this whole thing was a demon so it's you know so you could see sam struggling in that moment uh in that dream but when he comes to you're right he is more like john than i think he even wants to admit because he is so stubborn and so hard-headed that he has been following this track of no i have to kill this demon i don't care what he says we have to get it done and no one else has that background, Chris. Jake doesn't have that background. Andy doesn't have that background. Ava, uh, Lily, they all, for all they know, they've just been targeted and they're going to do whatever it takes to save their loved ones or themselves. And, you know, eventually, Chris, we just have to talk about where this ends up going. Dean finds Sam. Sam and Jake, you know, when it comes down to it, they put their knives down. Sam thinks, okay, great. We're going to take this thing together. But Jake, you know, he, he kind of, uh, it's a, it's a sucker punch. Can we call it that? Uh, it's it's a, I mean, yeah, it, it's you talk about being stabbed in the back. That's what it is. Yeah, he literally uh, quite literally. But he, in that moment, Sam believes in, in the goodness of people. Right. Um, his greatest strength and his greatest weakness. And mm-hmm. in this particular case, well, no, Jake, Jake is says, nope, versus I'm going to be the last man standing. And that's what and, and don't forget, Jake is the one who takes out Ava. So. Ava kills Andy and yeah. Jake takes out Ava. Ava's been there. I, I just, before we dig into all the kind of the, the wrap up of where this Jake Sam stuff goes, it's important to know Ava's been there. She's killed a lot of people. A like lot. A- Ava's, Ava's like, I want, I'm going to win this. Like I made the final, it's, it, it's the equivalent of she's made the final four and mm-hmm. she wants to take home the championship. She wants to be number one. Cause she doesn't, she doesn't want to be dead. And that's what it comes down to. But you're right. When he attacks, it, it happens right in front of Dean. Yeah. Um. And Dean's job this entire time has been to save his brother. Dean never really faced a scenario where he really thought he'd have to kill his brother outside of the one episode where he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's ironic, uh, I guess, to to say that now because here he is disappearing, but he can't save him this time because he's literally been killed by Jake and he dies. <laughs> in Dean's arms and it, it breaks Dean and and they leave us with that. I mean, that's, I think that's the brutal part about it is they leave you with that knowing there's another episode. And if right. you've watched this show at this point, they've set up 
everything that's going to happen in the next episode really well with all the different conversation that Dean almost doing certain things in, in previous episodes to bring back his father, all these different stuff. It's set up every possible action that Dean has, which is moving on. Or what do I do? Do I make a deal with a demon or, or, you know, what do we do at this point? How do we proceed? You don't know exactly where season two is going to go, but you can imagine watching the show. I'm trying to go back and think about it. Like there's no way they killed off two out of the three main hunters in one season. So um, the question really at that point became, how's he coming back or who's coming back? Someone, someone was coming back and you knew that in the next episode, but it still leaves you just like kind of in shock going to a, a you know final episode. Yeah, that scene is is heartbreaking too because Sam gets stabbed in the back, Jake runs off, Bobby goes after Jake, I believe, and it's yep. just just Sam and Dean, and Sam is dying literally, as you said, in Dean's arms, and Dean is talking to him and sort of talking to himself, really though, right? Like I had one job to look after you, I I got you, Sam, I'm sorry, and then he slowly breaks down, and I love how the Winchester theme kicks on, Chris, arguably yep. one of the best parts about this show um in fact you this is well before it's time but uh, any superhero movie you see now everyone's got their theme right superman has a theme batman has a theme iron like all these great characters have their own theme but the winchesters have had their theme since 2006 and they run with that the entire series and sometimes they switch it up depending on the mood but man when that winchester theme kicked on i, I felt uh, it was heavy that moment was really heavy and um as you said chris they leave us with that we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, we know that Dean is going to be an absolute mess because now he's re- directly responsible for the death of his entire family. We have to remember that. Although John did sacrifice himself for Dean, that's Dean's life that you know was traded for. And now he is responsible for Sam's death in a way, indirectly, but at least he's the one that's rationalizing it that way. So Dean has nothing. And yet he's a desperate guy. So going into this part two of the finale, we can only guess what he's going to do as a first-time viewer. Um, of course, this is a rewatch, so we, we do understand what happens. But taking everything into context here, what a great part one of a finale. And I'm so glad, Chris, that they didn't try to squeeze this all into one episode, this wrap-up. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah, they, they needed part two. And part two is so vastly different, I think. like We uncover so much about hunters in general. There's a great like history lesson in episode two, Chris. So... Um, I really enjoyed this one in particular, uh, very emotional, but I think part two, like furthers the lore of the Winchesters even more. It's true. And like I said, this is a Sam episode. It is for Sam's first death on the show. Yeah. Um, so chalk one up for Sam there. Um, <laughs> there's a fun note, uh, the signature, by the way, on the receipt, uh, that they, they, that they, uh, used to reach Dean is, uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah. So, you know, very, very Dean to do that. Um, you know, one of the the things that uh, I did want to know, too, is you have some great characters that I do, in some respect, wish we got to know better. But at the same time, I'm glad with these side characters, we didn't spend too much time because in the long run, they're not the priority, you know, so yeah. I'm and uh, so I, I in the long run, I'm happy with it. Um, and then there's a line I did want to note that was really it was very Dean, but I very much enjoyed it. And uh, after he gets that vision that we talked about, he goes, whoa, that was about as fun as being kicked in the jewels. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, even amongst all the chaos, there's humor in this episode. Yeah. And and they do a good job with that. So overall, great episode. Really excited 
that we get to dig now next week into the finale, the true finale, uh, part two. Um, you know, this is two parters are fun. Um, we'll we'll certainly have more of these, um, but they do leave us wondering. Um, and I hate to say it, but I guess we're gonna have to leave everybody waiting for one more week on this one. We're uh, we're, we're gonna have to make you wait a little bit, but uh, we hope you come back next week. And if uh, you like the show Supernatural and you you got other friends who want to, please go ahead and let people know about the show. We're having a lot of fun going through this. And uh, after next week, we got a recap coming up too. So we're going to have a, a lot of fun stuff on the way for you here on uh, Supernatural Back on the Hunt. Uh, Dan, I will just say this. Uh, I'm excited Oh yeah, for this next episode. Uh, and I just want to stress, it is different, as you said. But it sets up an arc for season three that excites me, which is almost this. And and I'll just I'll just say lately, I want to dig into it all. I want to go into next week, but this arc of people kind of having a distaste for the Winchesters. They go from they're, they're going to go from semi unknown to known, but not necessarily in the best way. And I'm excited for what it sets up. So um, how that happens, we'll talk about that next week. So. Uh, with that, that will be it for this week, but we will be back because after all, we've got work to do.